Are you good at guessing what people want? This year, stop guessing and give them what they want. From burgers to video games to ripped jeans. They pick their gift from some of their favorite brands with a choice gift card from giftcards.com. It's genius. All right. Welcome, 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 welcome to the sidelines, the sideline talk with your boy Alan C and the place to be. What it is, your boy Ryan Wave. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Coach Tay in the building. What's good? Unashamed Herb here. Man. Playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs? <laughs> you kidding me? Playoffs. Oh, boy, boy, boy. I don't even want to talk no basketball. I don't. I don't care that Steph dropped sixty-two. I don't care about that. Is he the first even person to hit fifty this year? Yeah. Even though we said this last week, who be the first person to hit fifty, and a week later he dropped sixty. I don't even care about that right now. How people been disrespecting my man? I don't even care. It's all about football today. And if y'all watch this, y'all gonna be pissed off because I know we gonna preview some games, but it's a good chance. It may be Raven heavy. It's a good chance. It's a good chance. It's a real good chance to be Raven heavy. So, oh well. Oh well. <laughs> That's a disclaimer right there. Oh well. But um, before we get into it, for y'all who don't know, sideline talk. Uh, the host we like to scout football as well as uh, Roland Hooker. We shout out to Roland for always posting something in the group. Some type of draft status, profiles, and all that. So we appreciate you for that. But um, we had an IM series on running backs. And the four guys here picked some very good running backs who had successful seasons. Now, I must applaud each and every last one of y'all because y'all got it right. Y'all said this running back class was something special. And everyone that we picked has had special moments and are key contributors to their teams. And not only that, everyone we picked, the teams are in the playoffs. Mm-mm. Yeah. Al, you, you picked Cam Akers, didn't you? No. Oh, that was rolling. That was rolling. That was rolling. My bad, Al. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? Oh, picked? my bad, Al. Swift. Who? Picked? Who? Swift. Oh, why are you so picky? He was hella productive. You all right? You good? He survived like a brain injury almost. His concussion was real. He said he... (laughs) AP said he he turned in the radio when he he was concussed. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, Nika? Nika the chat. She said, Al, look up, say cheese. (laughs) This is going to be a struggle because I can't see my phone and (laughs) y'all. That's the same time. (laughs) I ain't got my glasses on tonight, so I can't see my phone for, for, for damn. <laughs> so, Herb had JK, right? Yeah, so who? we're going to find out who won the, the IM series. Everybody that's on the, on the, on the live, y'all put chime in. Let us know who won the IM series. Who was the best running back in the NFL regular season? Is rookie. it the rookie? As far as the rookies, I'm sorry. Is it the rookie leader in rushing yards? Jonathan Taylor. 
is it the second leader in yards as far as well I'm sorry third leader in rushing yards J.K. Dobbins I had J.K. Um, is it DeAndre Swift who had a, a really great productive year in Detroit or is it Clyde Edwards Hilaire who plays for the best team in football record wise what y'all think who won fellas unbiased so I think it started out in the beginning of the season as Clyde. And then as Uncle Phil got older and older, and J.K. wasn't getting as many touches in the beginning of the season as he, you know, finished with. But as this, Uncle Phil got older and the Colts pretty much became, all right, let's run this down and hide Uncle Phil as much as possible, um, Jonathan Taylor, I would say. Who's John, who's, who did John have? Taylor. Uh, uh, Jonathan Taylor. Okay. All right, look, I, I'll say this. I, I agree it did start off with Clyde. I thought he meant the most of his team starting out the year. Um, I'm struggling between Jonathan Taylor and J.K. Dobbins because J.K. came in and, like, just took over the starting spot and showed why he should have been there from the jump. But Jonathan Taylor also split time with Naeem Hines. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of struggling between those two. And I think I might have to go J.K. Dobbins. It's not a home pick. That's my unbiased opinion. Just because to come in and take over for Mark Ingram after what Mark Ingram did last year and just dominate. And if he was the primary back, he probably would have been leading the league in rushing and touchdowns or whatever the case may be. Glenn Scott, you're right. James Robinson is a rookie, but none of us picked him for the IM series. But he had a hell of a year too. Yeah. So what James where did he come out of? Yeah, I don't think I even scouted James. I don't think I scouted him either. Mm. Like I ain't even go deep in the running back um last season, so yeah. James Robinson is out of Man, that got to be high school. Hold on. Okay, Illinois State. <laughs> Where's your glasses at? If I get the damn glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the glasses at? No. Because it's saying education, Rockford Lutheran Academy. I'm like, I know there ain't no goddamn college named Rockford Lutheran Academy. This nigga had a Radio Wonder moment and shit. Right? <laughs> all right, so Pete, we all agreed that. Well, no, we didn't agree. We ain't agree. All right. So, I'm going I'm gonna say I won the I Am Series because I picked J.K. Now, I understand Taylor got more yards. But the reason I would give it to uh, J.K. over Taylor is two things. Fumbling is a major issue for Taylor. Mm-hmm. He got benched quite a few games because of the fumbling issue. Matter of fact, he got benched in the Raven game. Because he fumbled. So I would say I would knock him for that. And I would give J.K. the nod, like what Taylor was saying. He come in as like third back almost and put up 800 yards rushing. Like super explosive. He's he's becoming the type of back where you can put him on to any downs. Um, That's not really a knock on like Taylor. I think Taylor could be the same thing, but... They truly trust Naeem Hines in passing situations. 
That's why I'm gonna go JK with the nod. I'm gonna go uh, with JK because I felt like picking him in the IM series, Jonathan Taylor. I picked him because I felt like he would have had a better season behind that offensive line. I didn't know what type of offensive line the Ravens was gonna have out yonder and the juggling with the interior lines. I believe 1,200 should have been easy for Jonathan Taylor to have at the least with that offensive line. Uh, uh, of course, with the fumbling issues and this thing, like they just, he could he just couldn't win one spot in the running back position in in Indianapolis. So that and having 253 yards or something up that he had in the um, the last game wouldn't be what top three in leading. Hey, what think about that? Yeah. Oh, so that. he should have had more games like that, and I think J.K. means more. This, this team right now this season and he's doing, he's doing much more than what we, we could have asked for Ingram and Gus that was getting around the edge he's doing the just sweeps he's he got the burst of speed that he can walk away from you they we even shown the versus Clemson the year prior um he's showing everything he can do he can, he can carry the team he probably can get five receptions if he if he's asked for upon that but I think JK is a uh, show towards the end of the year that he he earns the I am series winner I don't know why you want to let her win, but yeah, things got to be kicked <laughs> I got two. I'm good with my two. What's the, what's the second one? I want middle linebacker. Who you pick? Patrick Queen. Patrick Queen over K- Kenneth Murray. And he was over. Who, who you picked, John? I can't remember who you picked. I know Al picked like Willie Gay or somebody. Willie Gay was like two, three years ago. <laughs> Willie, no, Willie Gay was a rookie this year. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got sworn Willie Gay been in the league for like three years. Damn. Uh, <laughs> that's because he made Willie. Right? He got an old age to age that man. Nigga, somebody uncle when he came out of birth. Right. Oh, Willie. <laughs> I remember who you had, though, John. I had, I had to have uh, Murray. Yeah, I don't. Well, T1 had Murray. I thought I had Willie Gay. Yeah, I think K1 had Willie Gay. Yeah, he probably had Willie Gay. Either way, all y'all lost. Yeah. All y'all lost. Because I wasn't trying to pick. I thought Kenneth Murray was the number one. Yeah, Roland had Logan Wilson, that's right. Yeah. The Wyoming cat. No, I had Logan Wilson, I thought. Nah, nah, that was Roland. It was some white boy I, I picked. It was just... All right, then, if you had Logan Wilson, he had the linebacker from Oregon, who I thought it was like Eric Weddle in the um, league. Troy Dye. I, I thought he had Troy Dye. I know he had Troy Dye for the IM series. It, it had to be, because he was high on both of them. So one if of the, he did, we got to bring that up on every post he No, 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 Rolling on here now. He said he picked Gibson as running back and Logan Wilson. Okay, so I must have had guy. All right. Antonio Gibson was a good pick, too. He had a hell of a year. He did have a hell of a year. But... But the reason he ain't win is he's the if he's the the best back that Rowan believes he is. He, if he's the best back out, uh, as far as catching out the backfield and the game changing back, why is he splitting time with Jarek McKinnon and Peyton Barber? Huh. In crucial situations, they rather go to McKinnon or Peyton Barber. Mm-hmm. I think that's what you know what sucks about Joe. Why he ain't win that? Whatever middle linebacker I had, I backed out, so I automatically lost that one. 
Who you had? I said whatever middle linebacker I had, I backed out immediately. So whatever, <laughs> I lost uh, off riff. For sure. Well, I don't even think Willie Gay played. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, damn, Joe lost that. He get time. He don't play his yeah, nothing. He has some time. Yeah, he had a little bit. A little bit of time. But I did think Kenneth Murray would have been the best front. I only like two linebackers in this class. I was Kenneth Murray nah, and um, y'all, y'all, Queen. Y'all, y'all capping now. Nah. Antonio Gibson was splitting time, period. Like... I see guys on chat say he, he ain't split time until he got hurt. No, sir. No, he split time. He split time all year long. Isaac was definitely making plays for them, and he was pretty much their third down back. Should be the every down back, especially you know going forward. But let's 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 take that and lead to the uh, to the matchup. Actually, no. Before we go to the matchup, I gotta we gotta discuss what the hell was Doug Peterson think. Mm. Now, wait, wait, ho, ho, ho! Before we get to that, we what we ain't gonna do is just sit here and and not acknowledge the other two I am series that I won. Which was, <laughs> what, which no, no. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! I won my receiver with Justin Jefferson, and I won quarterback with Justin Herbert. So that the record be shown on sideline talk on the playoff edition that I won the playoff edition. <laughs> you did win that. Actually, you might win the I Am Series overall because those two guys are the top rookie of the year candidates. Out of everybody we pick, I feel like they they got the best chance of winning it. So, you won. I think Justin Jefferson. I'll take that win. I'll take that win. I think Justin Jefferson is your offensive rookie of the year. Really? I can't do it. I mean, I would love to see it. Like, I would, I would celebrate if it is. But, Over-heard? you know, they... I think they, over her, get, you break Randy Moss record. I think you you get the angle started all year. But didn't Justin Herbert break the uh, rookie record for yards and touchdowns? Right. Mm-hmm. I know he broke touchdowns. I didn't know he did yards. Okay. He, didn't he have four thousand yards as a rookie? I didn't know he broke the rookie record. Is what I'm saying. I didn't say he didn't. I just I didn't know he did it. I know he he passed um, the last what was that Chargers Raiders? He passed uh, Baker. Yeah. I think he hit 4K okay. in the air. That's sick. And then his touchdown interceptions is like is pretty good too. Right. And they fired the black coach. And they fired the black and coach. And they fired the black coach. But I digress. Wanna kick that around for a little bit? Yeah, so real quick to go back to uh the Antonio Gibson stuff, I mean he ain't have a, a feature back week until week seven versus the Cowboys, and that's not I'm saying too much of nothing. And then the rest of the the whole year before that, it was like they split um, time between three to four running backs. Exactly. After that Cowboys uh, game, with exactly. The, that's a line. Yeah. So he really didn't get the time that he everybody thinks he should have to be a feature back or they be in that conversation. But he split time with too many people. Right. Probably getting blown out where he wasn't getting too many touches. Yo, that's just Roland trying to be. Trying to get credit for for uh, for Antonio Gibson because Roland bring up Antonio Gibson out of nowhere. I don't know what the hell we could be talking. It could be a wrestling post. It's like yeah, because Antonio Gibson. I think we get yo. Roland and Greg are the two most pettiest people. They're bringing up a post from three years ago in a heartbeat. Like here you go, and um and Remy. 
And Remy, Remy yeah. <laughs> Remy have it on speed dial. Like, where that shit at, nigga? Right. I'm, I'm, I'm sure Remy, like, if somebody says something today, Remy will screenshot it and hold it in his phone for three years. Yeah. And just... <laughs> Yeah, screenshots is probably like the worst thing for a liar. They <laughs> say, you know. All right, but no, Anthony Lynn was fired. Um, Doug Peterson got a meeting tomorrow. He got a what? He got a meeting tomorrow with... With Philly? Yeah. Uh, that don't go well. I don't but see that happening. The Anthony Lynn thing, Anthony Lynn was 12-4 and four last year, right? No. No. Wasn't he 12 wasn't he 12-4 last year? Probably 8-8. Eight eight. He was 12-4. No, 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 I think he was. It was somewhere around there. I think it was the year before last year. They got ran out of the building, out of New England. New England ran him out of the building. Yeah, right. that was the year before last. That was the year before last. Nah. No, that was... Two years in a row. sure that wasn't last year? Wait, wait, wait. You sure that wasn't last year when New England ran them out and then Tennessee ran New England out? No, New England played Tennessee very first round. They was one and done. Oh, my, you're right, you're right, you're right. That was two years ago. It was three years ago. That three years ago, my bad. Okay. So, Anthony Lynn was 12-4, and four, and he made the playoffs last year, right? Year no. before? No. No. Yeah. Huh? The year before? Was, yeah. And then he got, he had a ton of injuries last year and a ton of injuries this year. Mm-hmm. And they decided to go a different direction, if you wait, will. Wait, wait, wait. You forgot one more thing with that. Every game, I would say, I would say ninety percent of those games that he lost in the last two years was by one score. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's, you can't, so, you can't leave so that out. Like, so it's not like they're not competitive. No. Right. So, so, but the thing is, in that market, if you, and I'm just gonna say it, and if you that pigment, um, you really don't have. We already established this. You don't have the time to, you know to turn the team around or to – you can't afford to, to mess up or to lose games no matter how competitive you are. So, I mean, here you got guys like um, – what's the Jacksonville coach's name? Doug Marone. finally getting kicked out Doug of Who? Doug Marone. Yeah, so you got Marone still there for I don't know how long. Adam Gase. He just got fired. Marone's fired. Gase yeah, is fired. Right, but Adam Gase – had a job in Miami right before getting a job in the division rival. Mm-hmm. And what is Adam Gates proving? Nothing. He began jobs. What was that? Chicago was trash. Miami was trash. The Jets was trash. And we, Matt Patricia as well. Matt, how, who gets more of a benefit of the doubt than Matt Patricia? Um, Marvin. <laughs> um, hey, well, at, least, at least Marvin was successful at one point. Yeah. yeah Cornwall had. But a playoff team and got fired. Are you kidding me? Dylan Caldwell got the city and the Wait, wait, wait. wait, 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 wait. Even, even worse than that, the owner of the, of the Lions, at, at the SEC speech, when he was firing Caldwell, she said the team hasn't been as competitive and as good as this, this team last team was in a long time. But we're going to go in a different direction. Wow. We know what that means. We know, we know what that means. Yeah, what's gonna what's gonna eventually happen and I'm foreseeing is uh what's his name? Gruden is not gonna have the success over years, even though he's got that ten year contract, and Gruden's gonna be allowed to turn it around. How many coaches are allowed to turn it around that are Caucasian? 
True. Black coaches don't get that same that same privilege. They just don't. Now, okay. here you got – I'm curious to see what Atlanta's going to do because Atlanta's going to get rid of Raheem Morris, who's had them playing, in my opinion, exceptionally well down the stretch. Playing a lot better than they started. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Leaps and bounds better than they started. With a new identity and all that, and he's not going to get the benefit of the doubt. So it's like the same way he didn't – well, he might have in Tampa, but I don't know. It's just I'm tired of the same old, same old. And for anybody who thinks that that's not the case, I mean, you need to wake up at this point because it's blatant. I, I, I knew uh, Anthony Lim was going to get fired. Halfway during the season, I knew he was going to get fired. We had a shot for the stop it on if he was going to make it through the rest of the year. Not because he was he warned to firing. It's because I just know how the NFL owners do. And Tyree bring up a good point. He says, um, Mike Vrabel was terrible his first two or three years in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. But now you look at him. It was an AFC championship game last year, and they had division winners this year. Mm-hmm. Give him time. Bray Boy, you, you must have forgot. Deacon Caldwell was the OC here in 2013. Right. He was here. He was uh, he was the OC that took over for the Super Bowl team. Like, yeah. The year we won the Super Bowl, Cam he took Cameron. over. He took over from Cam Cameron. We won the Super Bowl. And then the next year, with all the injuries and all that, we went eight and eight. And then he got the head coaching job from that season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He only got what, maybe what two years? Detroit on that gave him two years or something like that. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, and he made the playoffs in one of them. So it was like, yeah, it was crazy. It's crazy. How they what more could you want in Detroit than right. to win to make the playoffs? Like, right. And um, since since we're here. It came out that Atlanta is interviewing. Uh, Yo, this is crazy. Eric Bieniemy as for the, right. for the head coaching spot, right? Mm-hmm. But let me just, I don't understand how can you like. Let me say how, one thing if, before: if, you, if you're a candidate for head coaching, like how 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 confident would you be? How would you, how would you feel interviewing for a position when you know there's no GM in place? Hmm. Especially if, especially if it's your first job opportunity when you know you can't get GM roles as well. Right. Yeah, that's that's question. That's shaky. I wouldn't. With that, I mean, even with that roster. In that, in that meeting, you would want your GM in there to tell you the direction that you want, you know, the team to go. Yeah. Personnel wise and things like that, and to not have that is a big disadvantage. It's a disadvantage for the Falcons, not the enemy, because the enemy can pretty much coach whoever he wants to, in my opinion. Right. Based on what he's done. So everybody's going to be vying for him. They can say they're interviewing. You know, I mean, the, the uh, 49ers guy is, is a good uh, prospective coach as well, but I think the enemy has proven that he's probably the top coaching prospect for the NFL going forward right now. Whether the Urban Meyer come a coach or not, in my opinion. Let me just say this real quick, just to go back on Anthony Lynn and uh, Deacon Caldwell. <laughs> Jim Caldwell was with Detroit for four years. He had three winning seasons. And Detroit. 
Wait, wait, wait. Let me ask you a question. What year did Calvin Johnson retire? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. I can look that up. That's 79 years. <laughs> no, no, no. Cause I'm, 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 I want to see something. If it, was it before 2013? 2015. So, and when did when did Jim Caldwell leave? 2016. Wow. So, so actually, right. shit, they went up losing Calvin. If I'm not mistaken. They lost Calvin and, and had to win the record. Yeah, they lost Calvin. Calvin wow. last season they were seven and nine. They lost Calvin with nine and seven. And then you fire him. <laughs> Von Rappel wow. number nine to seven season. With what? Like, arguably the best wide receiver in the, in the game at the time. What? <laughs> wow. We can't make this up, yo. <laughs> can't make yo. This is sad. Presentation. And then you wow. bring in everywhere didn't call well Ben and granted he did have Peyton Manning has a winning record 26-22 in Indianapolis 36-28 in Detroit and only one of those Indianapolis years was with um, no two of them was with Peyton they fired him after the, um, the horrible Curtis Payne year. Yeah, <laughs> but the but the um, I don't know if y'all uh, listen to uh, what's that Shannon Sharp podcast. And he had Tony Dungy on there one day, and Dungy was saying uh, if you look at it before Jim Caldwell took over, as far as the OC and the quarterbacks coach with the Colts, mm-hmm. Peyton Manning was a was a good quarterback. Wins about 500% of his games. Under Caldwell, he became who he is known to be. Mm. That's incredible. But. That won't be on sports center. Right. Well, no. Right. But but you get coaches who win, what, six games or finally win more than six games in, in, in uh, the SEC. Now they get head coaching opportunities in the NFL. Shit. Not even six Seriously. game. They could be assistant water boy and they find a way with a, a resume game plan and find a way into a NFL team. It's crazy. It's definitely. But, I mean, I don't. I'll let Urban Meyer do what he did. Because I didn't think Pete Carroll would have been what Pete Carroll turned out to be in the NFL. His third time back. I'll say this before we go to the playoff games. I believe. Well, let's let's do it this way. Which team is the best spot for a new head coach? L.A. L.A. A black coach, black coach, or white coach? <laughs> yeah, that's a, real, that's a real. That's a real. That's a real question. I still, it's a real question. I'm about to say it don't matter, but like, no, it really do matter. So, yeah. if it's a white coach, I'll say uh, New York and, and, and Jacksonville because you seem like you can get some time with, with new uh, quarterbacks. They probably give you some time. If you're a black coach, take your ass to LA somewhere, or maybe Atlanta. You might get some time with uh, Matt Ryan being your quarterback. 
Yeah, no time with that. And, that, and that's not a dumb question. That's it, it's irrelevant. Yeah. yeah. But I, I agree, John. I would say Jacksonville. Yeah, I would say Jacksonville for the white coach is beautiful. All them draft picks. You starting over. You get your own staff. Like in a division where you, you know. You got some talent on the roster too. You got a running back, you got a left tackle, you got a couple receivers, you got you got a middle linebacker. Like you got some talent now with the picks and the money, you can really build something. As far as I honestly think, Atlanta is a better destination than the Chargers for any coach. Because I see. I still see you got to build up, but I'm, I'm, I'm listening. Like. I think both places you got to build. The charges you you would think on paper you ain't got to build so much, but the way the injuries are hitting this team is kind of scary. Like we say the injuries are stopping them, but then you realize, like, when are they healthy? Like, when is Derwin James going to be healthy? When will Joey Bosa be healthy? Melvin Ingram is on the, like, the, the end of it. Like, mm-hmm. Melvin Ingram about to get about to walk and go somewhere else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's secondary. Casey Hayward. No, Hayward. Hayward's still, yeah, Hayward's still there. He's an older player. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas in Atlanta, you got a lot of young pieces on both sides of the ball. And mm-hmm. you still got, uh, you know, a serviceable quarterback. A pretty good quarterback, you know, that some would, you know, See otherwise, but and then you're in a division with two aging quarterbacks who's going to be leaving out soon. That's, that's a good point. I'll be leaving now after this season, and you know Brady might do another two, three years, but still, you'd be right in the mix. And Teddy didn't give a good performance in the last game that showed you he was going to be great moving forward. Right. He damn sure didn't. Um, I think if I'm one of the upper echelon coaching prospects, I'm asking. In my contract, look, I need to have three to four years to, to turn this thing around. Like, and I don't think everybody can do that, but I think Eric Bieniemy can do that. I think the defensive coordinator from San Francisco can do that. And I think the only person, only people that would give him that would be somebody desperate like Jacksonville or or the Jets. And I don't think LA is going to do something like that. I do think Atlanta is going to blank, Mike. In Atlanta, yeah, right. I think Atlanta would just because that seems to be their mo doing that for any anyway. Even the other guy who just left got fired. They they did that for him as well. So, yeah, I mean, cool. this dude had five seasons. Doug Marone had five seasons to turn it around. Five. <laughs> Come on, Doug, you just stealing at this point. Wait, 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 biggest, wait. The you, biggest wait, mistake you, was the Blake Borders move. Wait, you said to turn it around. They blew it up. Yeah. Right. 2017 was is within that five years ago, and it was in the mm-hmm. AFC title game. Right, <laughs> just look at it. Like you knew something was wrong when Telvin Smith was one of the best linebackers in the game. So you know what? I'm done. Yeah. Like what? Like, what you mean? Like that's crazy. Apparently they didn't know something was wrong. So <laughs> I'll give Mr. Khan and them some credit for getting most things right. Doug Barone was not one of them. Mm. It's crazy, but how about Howie Roseman? 
Al, you said uh, Doug Peterson meets with them. You said tomorrow or just sometime this tomorrow, week. Tomorrow, yeah. I think it was tomorrow. Tomorrow. All right, let me ask you this way: Was was y'all upset that he pulled J- uh, Jalen Hurts yesterday? Was I upset? <laughs> Not really, but do I think it was a good move. Mm-mm, not at all. Was you more upset when you heard him say why he pulled Jalen Hurts? Yeah. I didn't hear the why. Don, he said we were coaching to win the game. Mm-hmm. He should have been fired as soon as he said it. We're coaching to win the game. I still had Slay out there. I still had somebody else out there. I still had my top players out there. Dude, you literally was in a field goal range of tying the game, and you put Jalen Hurts in a horrible position. Mm-hmm. You're not coaching to win the game. I'm, I'm not, not. I'm not like discrediting, like dismissing how bad Hurts played. But as soon as Sutfold went in the game, his first two passes. Yeah, come on, Jalen, get back in here. <laughs> immediate, yo, it should have been immediate. My bad, I messed up. You get back in there. But see, this is the thing. This is why I think he should be fired. Your first quarterback that you have is Carson Wentz, and that you fracture that relationship. That relationship is done beyond repair, from what I'm hearing. Your second quarterback is Jalen Hurts, who's still a rookie. And as soon as you pulled him on the bench, you can see him mousing. That's messed up. Right. So you right. already fracturing the relationship with your second quarterback. Mm-hmm. Because true competitors want to want to play the game and they want to compete. Right. That's what true competitors do. I'm not worried about three draft spots. I got a chance to put one of my division rivals out of the playoff. And. I, I'm I'm a sit. No, that's just that wrong mentality. Not not only that, but just to end the year with a win. Yeah, right. End the year with a win. You get you give confidence to your your rookie quarterback. Um, you just you failed on all levels on that. And if he didn't play, instead of him being up fourteen nothing or having fourteen points, period, you would have had nothing. You'd got shut out. So let him continue the game. That defense it wasn't getting completely wiped. He kept him in the game. So what's the point of you benching him? I get it. And Washington was doing the same mistake that the Saints did, playing Jalen Hurts like he's a pocket quarterback that won't hurt you with, with his legs. And he was regular pass rushing. As soon as they would step up, he's gone. He passed that. To me, if I'm a competitive person and I'm a superstar on that team, I'm pissed off. And I'm letting him know about it too. And you know, if ownership asks me, I'm letting them know about it. I don't play this game. Who I'm so tired of this goddamn gener- generation, bro. And this soft mentality and this complacent, you know, passive mentality. Who plays the game of football that way? Who who's teaching these people to play the game of football that way? That's not the way this game is played if you want to be an upper echelon team right. or organization or player. Right. I don't get it. I hate it. It irritates me to my core, bro. Right. I mean, if you're out there, you've been competing at the highest level your whole life. That's how you get to the NFL. So to just sit somebody and 
to lie about it and say you coaching to win. Come on, bro. That's losing complacency is what that is. It's losing complacency, and you probably did a horrible job of keeping your roster, if I'm going to be honest with you. You think Fletcher Cox going to play for a coach that's just going to give away a game? Right. <laughs> it's horrible anyway because they pay, went to all that money and they go sign a quarterback the next year, like, in the draft. Like, what are you doing? Hmm. And I mean, that ain't just on Peterson. That's on the GM, too. What are y'all doing? I don't see a big difference in a ninth pick, the sixth pick, unless you're trying to draft a quarterback, though. And that's my point. <laughs> I truly believe they feel like they don't believe Jalen Hurts is the quarterback that they want going forward. Mm. Now it could be it could be an upper management thing, or it could be a Doug Peterson thing. But I I think they feel like maybe the kid from BYU or somebody going to slip to the sixth pick. And they can get that. Or seeing the, the somewhat success that Jalen Hurts has had, they could package him for a first-round pick. Mm. I mean, that makes sense, but I, 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 I'm I, not going to coach just, that way. Bro, yeah. if they, if they, I, I, I agree. I won't coach that way at all, but I think that's, <laughs> I think that's the mindset. If they, if they package Jalen Hurts in any way, or wins. I mean, either way, this this team is in shambles. Like they in shambles right now. Then they lost a locker room. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, the fact that they got to get rid of Wentz now. Mm-hmm. Like Wentz is perfectly healthy and in street clothes. <laughs> and look at Hurts. Hurts on the on the field crying when playing his last game. Like, well, he don't even want to play with them no more. Yo, it's crazy, man. Ertz, Ertz is too competitive. Ertz ain't, he ain't never been, well, Ertz, I don't know, I don't know about Ertz. Ertz, Ertz is competitive. That's what, that's why he was like, I, I forgot what he mouthed, but he was just like, what the, like, what just happened? Like, that's why, because he's competitive. He want to yeah. win. He, and he ain't trying to play for no draft pick, bro. Right. Like, not, like I said, nine to six to lose your locker room. I think he got word that he's going to be fired tomorrow. Like, that's the only way I can ever risk <laughs> that. Like, If he get fired tomorrow, then, in my opinion, Carson Wentz ain't going nowhere. And then you'll have the probability of, J- of Jalen Hurts either getting moved or um, just content at being a backup. But if he, if he stays on, then you have to move Wentz. And you possibly got to move... Jalen Hurts now too. If if he ain't feeling you, so, I, I would say I would say Hurts need more time. Mm-hmm. Oh, without a doubt. So so you it's your decision. Like no, nah, I'm gonna stick with Wentz. Doug, you got to buy Jalen. You the backup. Just learn. Take your time and learn. We ain't gonna rush it. We get you know and try to try to restore that that bad relationship that's been created. Yeah. Like. Oh, you mean like more time backing up? Yeah, he more time backing up. That's that's what I think. They, that's what I think they're gonna try to convince him more. Not Carson Wentz. You don't need more time backing up Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz ain't got your best interest at heart. I'm a, I, I can't follow somebody that ain't got my best interest at heart or the team's best interest at heart, and they only worried about themselves. Gotcha. Because if if Carson Wentz was the best the best player to be playing at that time, then he would have been playing. But obviously, he wasn't. 
and he couldn't respect the coach's decision, and he decided to pout about it. So I can't respect the guy. I like mean, they've been they've been shitting on Carson Wentz. Besides that contract, they've been shitting on Carson Wentz since. And but his MVP caliber season. To, uh, Carson Wentz first and second year when when they went to the Super Bowl, he was he was too um, reliant on that RPO system. That's why that's why Ertz had a hundred receptions for back to back years because he was if the one if the one read wasn't there he would go to his right Ertz is there keep moving the ball down the field and the and the if the offensive line wasn't blocking as well. I mean he had an off he had an MVP season they before gave he got a contract hurt. for. It was an MVP season, season before he got hurt though. His second year. Then again I couldn't hear you. both y'all saw. My fault. I was saying he had a um. He had an MVP season that second year before he got hurt. Right, but all of that, and then, that was based on RPO, though. It's the same shit with with Blake Bortles had his run in the playoffs. Right, in, in, in the season, that RPO helped along with him scrambling to get him what they needed to be. Right, I'm, I'm not taking it. I'm not saying that that's not right, but I'm saying he showed that he was good enough. And as soon as he got hurt, and y'all went to the Super Bowl, y'all did your thing, whatever, whatever. The very next year, you shit on him with a statue to Nick Foles? I don't know who milks one ring more, the 08 Celtics or the guy, or Nick Foles. Because both of them niggas be milking the shit out of a ring that they kind of barely got. Ivan said, uh, look how Doug coached all these years. That order was from upstairs. How he made all those trades over the years and it caught up to him. They lost so much talent from the Super Bowl team to now, and they need a dynamic player. Well, I will say this. Um, if you if you watch, like, inside the NFL or whatever, they do have uh, Doug Peterson talking to another coach, and he says, hey, I just had to make some type of uh, move to get a spot. So I don't know if it was him or whether it was upstairs, but he did admit to saying I had to make a move to get some type of spot. So... Well, that's Maybe it is that one day, one game for real. But what spot did you need? Because at the end of the day, you was only down by three points. No, I'm talking about the move to go to, to Jalen Hurts. Hurts. Yeah, and uh, that spark lasted a week, and then reality set in that y'all don't have a roster. <laughs> their problem is the offensive line and how horrible it is. That's the issue. Offensive line really definitely needs work. That's why I don't see trading from six to nine to go get a quarterback or or moving from nine to six to get a quarterback because your yeah, offensive line is old or is hurt or both. They had six already, so, I mean, they they probably not trading up to get a quarterback. But no, what I'm saying is they were nine if they didn't want. They would have been picked nine if they didn't want. Right. So go from nine to six. Only way that makes sense to me is to get a quarterback, but you need a lineman at, at nine. Unless they know something about another tackle besides uh, Pinay, like I don't see the difference in nine to six to sit there and throw a game and lie about it. Hey, but Eagles lose. Damn. I wouldn't even trust if I'm an Eagles fan as soon as they pick Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson 
last uh, <laughs> April, I'd have lost all faith right then. Ain't no way, ain't no way he's supposed to win over any receiver. Hmm. Especially Justin Jefferson. Like, what? Hmm. But nah, nah, because I couldn't even trust him in the draft now. But they took an L. Washington goes on to play Tampa Bay. How y'all see that one playing out? Do we have to watch the game? I mean, I'm going to watch it. You know, I want to see what Chase did. Mm-hmm. And Washington had any type of offense, it's, it's over. Shit. To me, the matchup is to look for is um, <laughs> Jamal Payne versus... Uh... Ali Mopet? No, no, not Mopet. Yeah, Mopet, you play guard. Yeah, yeah Mopet, uh, guard. the boy. Yeah, he, Redhead, he, Jensen. They put Jensen that center. Yeah. You that play for us. Jensen. Jensen, right. So it's it's versus them two. And um who's who else is in, in trade? Deron Payne and I forgot who it is. Jonathan Allen. Jonathan Allen. Jonathan Allen. Like that's to me that's the matchup. Because if they can pressure Brady and get him off his spot, first of all, Montez Sweat, Sweat ain't losing the edge and Chase Young ain't losing the edge. So if you get interior pressure, you go it's gonna be a long day for Tom Brady. In my opinion, and they're not gonna have Mike Evans. I don't care if he day to day or not. They he's not playing, so I don't think that um, Tampa Bay is gonna be able to run the ball well, which is gonna put Tom Brady in a lot of third and down, third down situations, third and long, and that's the matchup that's gonna come down to. Now, offensively for Washington, Washington has to they have to use Logan Thomas a lot and try to get him matched up on a safety, not a linebacker. If they get him matched up on a safety, um. That's good for them because that means the linebackers going to be on on the running backs, which as good as the, the linebackers are in Tampa Bay, they still shouldn't be able to match up well with, with McKissick one-on-one out the backfield or and, um, Antonio Gibson. So that, that's the matchup I'm looking for from that standpoint. And I think I think Deron Payne is going to beat um, Pet and Jensen, and they're going to have a rough day just like – you know, when the Rams was playing early on, they were still struggling up, up front in the middle. With that being said, Tampa Bay 17, Washington uh, 10. Wow. Wow. I like everything you said, except for the score. Because <laughs> I think, I think with, with everything you're saying is great, but... The fact that Alex Smith is broken mentally, I don't think they stand a chance on offense. Mm. When I say broken mentally, it's like he don't want to get touched at all. And then it's a guy who was so used to using his escapability, and Mm -hmm. now it's like little to not there at all. He can't adjust. And you talking about Tom Bowles is going to blitz. And we seen how Devin White blitzes through them gaps. Lord have mercy. Mm. I think I think it's going to get ugly. I think the the, the Redskins, my fault, the football team defense <laughs> is going to like keep them in it. But the offense is going to let them down so much it's going to get ugly. It's going to get ugly by, by like the mid-second quarter. Well, I think that's why I think Washington's adjustment to Devin White Blissett is Gibson and McKissick out of the backfield. Like, to me, you put your playmakers in one-on-one um, 
situations and you have them make plays in space. And if you get McKissick and Gibson in space, good things are going to happen for you. But that's how you counter that blitz. Now, I agree with you. Devin White, especially blitzing A and B gap, is, is no joke. And he's got the speed to get home quick. So everybody else just has to be on their P's and Q's for, for Tampa Bay. Right, and then and then on the edges, you gotta deal with Shaq and JPP. Whew. Rolling, I don't know if you're being petty or what. You said, "How did Alex Smith get a pulled cat?" Oh wow, that's that's a that's uncalled. Right, I don't, I don't know, bro. That's uncalled for. He trying to say because he ain't got a calf, or <laughs> I think it's terrible, bro. Ooh, that thing was ugly. What about the um? Dang, what's up again? Do the Bears got a shot against the Saints? These niggas lost to Kirk Cousins last year. They got shot. They got a shot. <laughs> Yo, Patty. Yo, Al gave up on Drew completely this year, yo. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. He just want to retire to save grace. Hey, yo, Al, at, at least Al rode his shit with Kobe on the way out. Yeah, he did. I know he what it did. is with Al. As soon as Drew came out as a Trump supporter, Al ain't never been the same towards Drew. Right. <laughs> and I'm not mad at it, Al. I'm not mad at it at all. See, Al, Al was on the Titanic, and he left... Well, with the women and children, like that one white dude did. <laughs> I have a child. <laughs> Niggas, I have a child. No, no, you don't. That's <laughs> like, so you ain't going to embarrass me no more. No, the fuck you ain't. They got a shot. I do want to see them go as far as Green Bay, but I don't. <laughs> Who, Chicago? No, um, New Orleans. That's as far as I think they get if they happen to, to go far in the playoff. They gonna, a, it's going to end in Green Bay. Drew Brees' arm is going to fall off on the field in Green Bay. <laughs> I, I don't want to see another Green Bay-Chicago blowout again, so get rid of Chicago. Get them up out of here, man. I hope the Saints get rid of them. But, like I said, niggas losing to Kirk Cousins and... Who was the other nigga before Kirk Cousins? Kirk Case Keenum? No, they got cheated. They got cheated before that. It don't matter. They no, I'm cheated. talking about well, no, in no, Minnesota. No, no, no. Minnesota. They cheated, but they still played bad enough to lose. No, I'm talking about Minnesota, not not the Rams. Not the Rams. Oh. And Minnesota, when he lost to Minnesota with uh, Stephon Diggs. Wasn't that Case Keenum? Case Keenum. <laughs> it was Case. Mitch I mean, Trubisky got a shot. <laughs> All I'm saying. Dude, they might lose because... The media does not like any of those white quarterbacks, truthfully. So, <laughs> yeah, quarterbacks that's uh, shitting them. I mean, um, the Saints' defense is is too good to lose to Mr. Trubisky. It is. That's what I think. But shit, I don't. Out of all faith I had in that defense went out the the the. the, the all faith that I had in the defense went out the window with Quan Alexander getting hurt. That's a wild card. He's fast and he's fast. He can bless. He's a wild card to me. I mean, the Cam- is fast too. The, the Mario animal on the outside. 
Mm-hmm. Absolute animal. Like, he a freak. You, you might not realize, but he played, like, every... He, he like, Adelius Thomas, almost. Because he can line up at, at any position. That's true. Yeah, I just said, with, with that, and we got Alex Angeloni, I just... Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. It was a gator. My bad, Al. Yeah. I'm going to rock with Angeloni. <laughs> All right. What about the other interesting game? Well, is it really interesting? Yeah, Seahawks. No. Is is golf playing? He better be. Keeping it quiet. Keeping it quiet. I, said, I read something this morning that said it's going to be difficult for him to play. Well, Seahawks, about how much? <laughs> 15? How much did he just beat him by? I don't know, but it just seems like <laughs> about fifteen. With, with the exception of the last game, it seems like uh, McVay just has Pete Carroll's number, and I think I'm gonna go Rams here. I think that Rams defense is gonna play very well, and I don't trust Russell Wilson's offensive line, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Rams. Okay. Yeah, if um. If golf is not out there managing the game, it's going to get ugly quick. <laughs> if golf is out there turning over the ball, it's going to get ugly quick. I'm going to go Seahawks. I'm going to go Seahawks oh. without golf. Okay. What about uh, what I think? I think the most interesting games are in the AFC. Did Pittsburgh make a mistake? No. Cleveland made a mistake. By winning and going to the playoffs? By having to struggle to get their win to go to the playoffs. This should have been a walk in the park, I'm not going to show y'all guys my hand type of game. The fact that they had to struggle and put out every stop that they had to beat Mason Rudolph, this is over. It was fun. Cleveland's a good story. I made the playoffs for the first time in 20 years, but I'll take the quick ride out. Mm. Okay. Um, I like the Steelers because of the fact that the question has never really been answered for even in draft or free agency for the Browns, and that's their defense. I don't believe they can stop anybody. The only person that helps them with that defense is Nick Chubb and, um, and Hunt. And I think that defense could slow them two down and put pressure on Baker Mayfield. So if you, I mean, if you do that, I don't really have no concerns with the Steelers winning that game. I just don't believe they have the the health or the defense to help them win that game. Hey, well, I want want to hear you answer it this way. If you was Mike Tomlin, And you know how your, your your team performed the last five games. Would you would have would you have sat Ben, TJ, and Cam Haywood? Uh, I wouldn't have sat anybody. We all would have played. And I think you asked that question because you knew what my answer was going to be. We, we <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just wondering. No, because first of all, Cleveland wouldn't have been in the playoffs. First of all, they're rival. I ain't, ain't no way in the hell I'm gonna give them a rival a chance to get in there. If I got, to, I got a chance to knock you out of the playoffs before it even start to avoid having to play you the very next week. 
That's just what it is. I'm taking you out. Huh? That loss when they still got in? If with Miami losing? No. I think Miami bad Miami had a No, they need the coastal win. I mean they need the coastal lose, I think. You're right. Yeah. Hold up. Yeah, yeah. Cleveland finished what? Eleven and five, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if he had lost, he'd have been ten and six, and the Colts went what eleven and five. Yeah, yeah. Colts would have got in. It'd have been two in the NFC South, the AFC South. They that in the anyway. The Colts, the Colts are in. Dolphins would have got in. I'm no, 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 no. I'm no, asking. Yeah, I think the Dolphins would have got in. Mm-hmm. Dolphins would have got in. Yeah. Okay. At ten and six, the same record, but tiebreakers. Oh no! I I just don't. I don't like it. I think you should have knocked them out, and then it's like you you rewarding. I don't know. Unless Russ is gonna make them look better, <laughs> I'd rather just fed off the, the momentum of the comeback win to beat the Colts and how they look in the second half. I'd have fed off that and just gave and let them play the last game, and just that way it'd have been like, all right, they starting to pick it back up a little bit. But I just think going forward, I don't like their chances Sunday. As much as I would love to see them beat the, beat the Browns, I think they're going to lose. Mm. Like, Al, you pointed to the Browns had to pull out all the stops to beat them. They went up, what, 10, 14 points, something like that? Steelers? Yeah. No, no, no. The Browns went up like about 10 or something like yeah. that first. Yeah. yeah, they went up, yeah. went up okay. double digits first. Never mind, I'm thinking of something different. All right. They lost the lead, then they went up double digits again. So I feel like they can they can run the ball on Pittsburgh. There ain't no issue. Yeah, they can do that. There ain't no issue. And I think that's what's going to... They're going to keep it simple. Run the ball, use the play action. Um, The loss of Vernon don't really mean nothing because Bengal won't get the ball out so fast anyway. They need to have Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams on the field. If they ain't on the field, all right, Pittsburgh going to win. It's just that simple. They need both. Everybody like Buffalo? Yeah. Buffalo over the Colts? Yeah. The Colts. Yeah, I'll take Buffalo. I think that's... I don't trust Phillip Rivers at all. So, definitely Buffalo. I knew it! I knew that was the reason why. I knew it! I knew that, that had to be the only reason why. I don't yeah. trust Phillip Rivers either, to be honest with you. If Brissett was playing? Nah. I ain't that woke. Why? <laughs> <laughs> that ain't a woke thing. It's I just, think, that dude ain't athletic at all right now. I think if you... uh. Jonathan Taylor have over 100 yards. He ain't got to have 253, but if he have over 100 yards, they could be in that game. Mm. I think it's going to be a to game. help them slow, uh, slow uh, Jonathan, um, Josh Allen down. I think it's going to be a real game. In order but... for him to go over 100 yards, then Phillip Rivers can't turn the ball over to get them out of the run game. You know what I mean? Like, if he turned the ball over, they're going to be down double digits. So right. that possibly takes away the run game and takes your game plan away. But I agree. I think it, they will. It will be a game if they go over hundred, like John said. Okay. I just don't see that happening. But okay. So then the Ravens and Titans. 
We're here. I think Tay said it earlier, but as a competitor, this is what you want. I would not have it any other way if I was in that Ravens locker room. As a player, as a coach, as an admin, anybody. First of all, if you want to, you going to win a championship, you got to beat this team. You got to beat this team and you got to beat the, um, you got to beat the Chiefs. Yeah. In, in my opinion. Who else do you want to face? You want to play the Colts because you beat them before? No. I want to play the Titans. They put me out last year. This is what I've been waiting for. If I'm if I'm John Harbaugh, that's my message to y'all. Look, we've been waiting for this since last year when they put us out on our home field. Now we get a, go, a chance to go down here and return a favor. And not to mention, these whores dance on our emblem. And y'all ain't go out here with me when they dance on our emblem because y'all was acting like a bunch of whores. Now, y'all get a chance to go out here and back it up. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. I can't say that they did that and act like a bunch of whores. I think John told them not to. There is no way in hell you tell me Calais Campbell is not going out there. If no one gave him an order not to, there's no way in hell you tell me Calais Campbell is not out there on that field. There's no way in hell you can tell me... Ain't that, no way in hell John Harbaugh gonna stop me from going out there. How about that? You can't be your coach. <laughs> I, hey, coach, I give you a chance. I ain't been this. on the field with Taylor. That's what it is. <laughs> we got this, coach. Go, John, go back over there with your mask. Go ahead over there. But I'm about to go over here this month with Dale, and I'm gonna go ahead and take care of what I need to take care of real quick. Because what you ain't about to do is sit here and dance on my Emma. Right, I got that. Like I said, I feel like that's how the players would think. But Harbaugh's like, no, we got a game to get ready for. Go back in the locker room. That's just how I feel. There's no way in the world a 58-year-old coach is going out there on the field by himself. No way. And he ain't going out there like he was supposed to. He went out there like a whore, too. That's why I told him he wasn't trying to go out there like that. It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. Get out of here. Don't smack somebody. Set the tone. Hell. Taewon is Vontaze perfect when it comes to this type of stuff. That's I get it. I get it. But what I'm saying, I know how Coach Harbaugh is I'm about that. Hey, first 15 on me. First 15 on me. That's, that's what we breaking off on. First 15 right. on me. Ready? Break. <laughs> and that's how we rolling. Right. Straight up. My knee's getting fucked up that day. Let, just, yeah. let, just let them know. Off rip. Hey, we about to get a penalty, Coach. But we got to set the tone real quick. And I don't want it on special teams. No, I want it to count. Right, <laughs> somebody that's got a cap. <laughs> no. I get what you're saying, and it's, it's not ever time for me to take up for John Harbaugh. Why didn't John Harbaugh told him to stay in the locker room? Stay in You couldn't pay me. <laughs> you just gonna have to find me. You had to internal find me, bro. I'm sorry. And then I'm cussing my teammates. I was staying in there. <laughs> I probably just swung on one of my teammates, yo, for staying in there. What? You, you doing what? All right. We going to stay over here because John said so. Think we going to get out of here? Come on, bro. Well, now, let's look at it. All of that did happen, right? Mm-hmm. But when the game started, the Ravens offense went up and down on that defense. Mm-hmm. In the first half, defensively, Dirk Henry was nowhere to be found. And I would even say part of the third quarter, Derrick Henry was nowhere to be found. 
against a front that had Derek Wolf, Justin Ellis, and that might have been it. I can't think of no other. Like, who else was on that? Think I think Ferguson. I think Ferguson played that game. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, yo, he cannot play this week. I need <laughs> him to be a healthy scratch. So, you, with all of that going on, I'm saying Derek Henry was contained. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened, I don't know if the temperature dropped a little, little like four degrees, but that first drop, the last drive of the third quarter on, they had no interest. I'm gonna let John. I'm gonna let John tell you what happened in that in that game, the end of that game. <clears throat> Which one? In, in both. In both. Like from the defensive standpoint, it's, it's Wink. It's Wink. Wink can tell you just do this shit every year, and y'all keep thinking y'all blind to it. And I'm just gonna let y'all keep it. You know what? I'm not gonna be positive. I'm gonna be negative. Wink gonna do a good job this time, and he gonna shut this shit out. They ain't gonna score a damn point. I'm gonna be negative about it. <laughs> I'm just telling the truth, and I ain't gonna do the shit. I'm gonna be negative about it. <laughs> Wink is Wink is gonna he gonna show up, and he ain't gonna let us have a two digit a, a double digit lead in any phase of the game and give it up. That's that, that's my thing though. You up? Well, how you were saying? Derrick Henry was shut down for three quarters. If we do not run up a 21-point lead, if Derrick Henry is shut down for three quarters, we don't deserve to win. I'm not saying that, Corey. I, listen, I want Corey Davis in free agency if we can make it happen. A.J. Brown, I think, is the better Brown thus far in the career. Over Marquis, I, I, I think so. He ain't got the better hands. He damn sure dropped way more balls than Hollywood Brown, but no one would tell you that. I mean, Hollywood is... I'm sorry. Marquise is dropping a couple of them, too. He don't get Hollywood no more. AJ drops way more, is what I'm saying. He might be better, but he's going... He'll be a headache, too. I'm just saying, Hollywood... There is no Hollywood. His name is Marquise now. You got to earn Hollywood. You got to earn that name for the squad. Beat the the defending world champions the last game of the season, and he got fired. That's... I'm sorry. Who the hell is that? Where you go back to? they just came away from the and listened to me like, I don't know the hell. He ain't just beat the Chiefs and got fired. Yeah, he did. Split I'm with the Chiefs. I'm 17, he beat these dudes. He should have swept them. He should have swept he them. He took them in overtime. Yeah. Man, look, the Ravens defensively need to do this. If they do this, they'll beat this game and they'll win handedly. The Ravens have to stop the play-action pass with Ryan Tannehill. Ryan, that Titans offense is predicated on play action and making plays off of play action. Backside defensive ends. Play side is where the fake is going to. Backside defensive ends have to be told this week, do not worry about Derrick Henry. Go go directly to Ryan Tannehill every single play. If they do that, the play action game will be nil. And that's where they make their bread and butter on a play action. Let me ask All you this. Play action. Is it was the reason why play action worked so well in the two meetings, the last two games we played the Titans, because we didn't have the guys up front to stop the run. Meaning we got to commit so many people to the run where we can't 
just trusting, you know, on down the line to, to close up gaps? I don't think it's a lack of trust. I think it's a lack of discipline. If you if you watch those games on the All-22, you'll see Jalen Ferguson had not a clue. They find him and run play action his side mostly every time. He had no clue that who had the ball. Meanwhile, Tannehill rolling out, getting 16 a clip, whether running on crucial third downs or, or passing on, on, on these play action passes. I'm telling you, if you stop the play, if you stop the play action, and you'll get them into third and long situations where your defense flourishes. And we already know that, that Yannick can have his way with Conklin. We know he can have his way with, uh, what's the other dude's name? Luan. So, they out for the year. Yeah. Who? Even better. Whoever they got in there then. <clears throat> I will say there's uh, two plays that don't get talked about enough in the last meeting that we played the Titans is the fake pump that ended up being the field goal to continue a drive in the third to get us off the field or to at least give them a field goal instead of seven points. That's yeah. two points that shouldn't have even been on the board. Bad tackle. So mm-hmm. if you tackle and you if you win in all three phases of the game, especially special teams, you have a better chance of not even just winning that game but the one before, especially with you're not turning over the, uh, the ball so many times. Mm-hmm. Do I think they can do it? Yeah, I think they can do it. But I think I, I need Jalen Ferguson to be a healthy scratch, bro. And I'm not even trying to be funny with that. I think I just don't think he's capable of playing play action for some reason. Like, I think Jalen Ferguson, I, he might get high or something. Like, and I'm not trying to be funny. Like, to, to not to lose track of your responsibility that much, something wrong. Glenn said and, the offense needs to win the game. The defense ain't that good, so we need to treat them accordingly. Yeah. You got to run it up on offense. The offense been running up on this defense. They, like y'all said, they moved up and down the field like it's nothing. When we gonna hold the defense accountable for right. the lack for, for the for the, the leads they lose for right. their play down the stretch? I mean, hold these dudes accountable, man. It, I will say it was one big play in the game um, in November that kind of like. Uh, Stop the offense. The Mark Andrews play. Remember, he got called for the the penalty mm-hmm. to back him up. It was like a third and one or something like that, and he got called for like a false start. No, okay. And it went to like third and five, and then Lamar threw the pass to him. He was open in the, like in the scene. Instead of going for two hands, he went for one. Oh yeah. Key moments like that you can't have. Like, mm-hmm. like you always say, make your layups. Yeah. That's a layup. You got to make your layups. And that's, as you seven minutes, that's seven minutes in the fourth quarter. You catch the ball, you at the 40-yard 40, 40 line in the opposition position to get into the 30. You went field goal range, put up more points, take away more time to even get a touchdown. Right. Mm-hmm. Not only you get off the field, but you take points away from your team. Yep. So, but I, I'm, I'm tripping. Taylor, so you believe... The Ravens can, Greg Roman and Wink Martindale can scheme up a victory. Uh, I, I did not say that. You, I you said, said you I, didn't get it done. But are you saying the Ravens getting it done and saying you believe they can scheme up a win? That's what they're doing I'm right saying, now? I'm saying it's possible. <laughs> I'm saying I don't, again, I do not trust this team to make adjustments. Like if 
they they going if they going to win it's going to be because of what they schemed up. I'm just saying if they scheme something up and it ain't working, then it's just not going to work. I right just let you know right now cuz they can't, can't adjust enough. So let me ask Neither you this. Cuz cuz you you know you out of all of us you're more well equipped as far as scripting plays, you know, your first 20 30 plays of the game. The first drive uh yesterday against the Bengals um it wasn't really any passing lanes opening up. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. The second drive, the touchdown, the touchdown play the Boykins. Do you believe that play was already scripted? Or did they make an adjustment based on what they seen? Did they seen because I, I noticed the first when that first drive was like five to six Bengals like bracketed in the middle of that field. I, I'm a I'm a I'm going to say they is a very strong word. The I office would, of coordinator, Greg Roman. I do not believe Greg saw that. I do not. Okay. I believe I believe Lamar might have saw it because okay. I believe Lamar held on to the ball. Somebody posted earlier how such and such was open. This person was open. This person opened on that same play, and he waited and then decided to take a shot. To me, that's. I don't think that that's – Greg Roman. I just think that that's Lamar. I think that's Greg Roman calling the same play over and over again, which we've seen in script for how many weeks. So I, I don't think that that's. I think that they might have saw that on the sideline, which is what we've been asking for for a while. I mean, what? I there. What I saw in that play was Marquise was running wide open underneath, and the overtime. I think they won a couple one, if I'm not mistaken. And that safety saw Marquise underneath, and he bit on that. And Lamar patiently looked at him. That was the other thing about that was Andrews. Hmm. That was Andrews. No, I remember saying Marquise wrong by himself too. They might have. They might have both did the old knee on the right side. He had a comeback route on the on the right um the right side of the field. That could have been cover one or could have been cover three. Yeah, yeah, he had. Either way, the safety in the middle of the field came down. Right. Yeah. And that opened up, Boykin, wide open. Mm -hmm. And, again, that's just stuff that quarterback got to see and quarterback executed on. If they watch film, if they watch film on that Houston game yesterday, they will see a lot of opportunities to – um, to take shots like Brandon with Brandon Cooks. I mean, with Marquise Brown, like uh, Houston did with Brandon Cooks, because the plays are there to be made. Just like the the Cincinnati safeties came down, so did Tennessee, and that left Malcolm Butler um, alone and scorched multiple times yesterday by Brandon Cooks. So I think the plays are going to be there to be made, the big plays, big shots. But again, it comes down to a mindset. The last time we played these dudes, we didn't have that killer mindset. We, you know, we got the ball out of overtime, and you know, we ran a dive for one yard, and instead of being a little bit more creative, trying to be more aggressive, we called a two yard over. <laughs> huh? Say we called a two yard over route, so or like, like second down. Like what the? F- All right. <laughs> if we're aggressive and we're the We'd aggressive tomorrow on both sides of the ball. I think that I mean we'd aggressive this week on both sides of the ball. We'd be in good shape. If not, we won't be. 
And you can't play this game not to lose. And I think the last couple times we played this team, we played not to lose. I think it's going to be two factors. Well, two people It's going to play a big factor in the Ravens winning the game, and that's J.K. and Chuck Clark. Chuck Clark could not keep getting down. That's pretty. I agree. And he's got a tough matchup with, with John Lee Smith. That's that's a tough matchup for whoever the hell can can go and play John Lee Smith. So he don't even be losing to the Smith like that. He be losing to the, the second tight end. The white tight end. Versus. Yeah. He loses him consistently on third down. It'd be a, a Jason Witten route. Ugh. I'll never understand how Jason Witten get open, bro. Oh. He got the athleticism of a pinky toe, and he just be open as hell. <laughs> I just don't, I don't understand it, bro. Like, bro, that's, that's the movement he got. <laughs> bro, how you open? Oh. Herb, you didn't say what you thought. Um, Before I do that, an observation that I, I noticed. Early... Like, you know how the Ravens run that uh, that counter tray a lot with the, with the two pulling the left side pulls. Yeah, they ran that all year long. And they got and like even I even went back to like week two against the um or week whatever it was we played Kansas City. That play has been getting big yards all year long. But they didn't run it too often. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, they barely pull, you know, the tackles and guard combinations um, as often as they do now. So I'm looking at, like, what's the adjustment on that for teams? You know, we talked about it, and, and and I think the first, it was in the first drive against the Bengals. They ran that play, and, it, like, the formation was, um, what is, they ran that play, but Lamar threw a little swing route to Mark Andrews early. He picked up eight yards. Mm-hmm. The mindset they have lately of getting the ball quick into the playmaker's hands and getting extra yards and then hitting them with the run game, I think that's a recipe that is going to be tough for Tennessee to, to defend. And I, I learned my lesson. not predicting blowouts this year. I just think the Ravens are going to win in a big way. Okay, Anthony, about the double pull um, play, it goes – it's tough for defenses to to adjust to that because they're taught to play pulling guards a certain way. Linebackers are. They're taught to play pulling guards a certain way. And it even ends. If, if, if you the end that the tackle pulls away from, naturally, in most cases, you're taught to reduce. And linebackers for the pulling guard are taught to follow the guard. So the whole purpose of that is to get the linebackers out of position. If the linebackers don't react to that, then they'll just run play side with pull guard with the pulling guard and pulling tackle and hit big on that play. So it's, it's kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Mm-hmm. If you don't react to it, okay, 
we just followed him with the ball, followed him with the ball, and we got the numbers game on, on that side. If you do react to it, cool. Then we'll just run weak side, and then we'll just play one-on-one with your defensive end and just hope for the best. So it's kind of – it's a tough adjustment, and – Quite frankly, as a defensive coordinator, I don't know how people can adjust to it. I'm curious to know how they're going to adjust to it because I don't know. Did you notice um, on one of those plays, Cincinnati sent the corner on the blitz regardless on on, on, on that same play? I think it was, it was pulling to the right side, and the blitz came from the right side, like trying to like go into Lamar regardless of what happened. Mm-hmm. And they still picked up, what, like six yards going the opposite way. So I guess that that's an adjustment in itself. That that allows the linebackers to not react because now you put another head over there, play side at the point of attack for the two pulling guards to try to take them out coming forward. I understand that, but if I'm doing that, it's all about matchups, I guess. So I guess the Ravens win what were they in a three wide set or something like that for for nickel cornerback to be coming them blitzing off of that. Right. But this is I guess if you. If you don't adjust your uh, your your personnel to that, and then you go for with another linebacker, then you got a mismatch with a linebacker or a wide receiver if they decide to pass out of it. If you do, now you got a pulling guard and a pulling tackle versus a nickel cornerback coming around there, which is never a good thing for that nickel cornerback. Again, it's a tough ass adjustment. Glasses, by the way. Oh, oh, okay, Al. I don't know how the fuck you found that. I just thought about what I was doing before I came on live. I'm just on top of the um, refrigerator. Wow. You can reach up there? I was thinking the same <laughs> thing. No, I was thinking the exact same thing. Y'all niggas got... Y'all niggas got... 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 Niggas that was a Gary Payton live you threw there. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy. So said on top of this right Fuck. Oh, but yeah. that's, that's, that's what I couldn't see him when I, when I walked past that. I couldn't see him on top of that. I just thought about it. I was like, oh, that's what I put him. I need a counter space. You see that? He couldn't <laughs> see him on top of that. <laughs> see what I mean? <laughs> I need more counter space. So I had to put him up top there. That's all good. Whatever. Um, but to piggyback off of what everybody has said, I think it's simple. And I like to keep football simple. And like I always say, it's, it's a game we teach kids to play. Keep it shit simple. We got five-year-olds playing it. Do what you do. No matter what, do what you do. Don't get. Don't let them think you can get out here and throw for 50, that's not, that's not your game plan. Stick to what your game plan is, adjust accordingly, and do what you do. I mean, you've tackled Henry before. <laughs> so, like I said, keep, keep it shit simple. And I like how... Go. How the Ravens, um, they keep the defense, offense keep the defense on the feet, like on their toes with that counter tray. Because if you notice, they run it out of a whole bunch of different formations. Mm-hmm. Like, 
you would think they about you would think they like in the in the look like are they about to run a power play, and then they run that and be like, damn, we got bit for that. Uh-uh. And then next thing they come back and hit you with the power and gas you that way. And it just seems like they've been they've been content lately of just taking the three, the four yards. Like, all right, they went for three. All right, cool. Let's come right back. Boom, we take the four. And next thing you know, it's going to pop for 16. Whereas before it was like, it seemed like they got away from like accepting the three-yard gains as a victory. Like, wait a minute. No, that's actually, we can work with that. Yeah. Yeah. Be fun to watch. Roland says, "How we? Where you get this from? Will J. Ron curse the tight end killer? Be active, and will he be effective?" I didn't watch tape on him, so I'll, I'll, I'll let him. I don't think so. I don't think he's gonna be active. I think he. I don't think he's gonna be active until we play uh, somebody like. Uh, Kansas City, Kansas City, or something like that. That give him time to learn the playbook and, and and stuff like that. And it's too early. We could use him. I'm just saying. I don't think he he gonna be active. I know. I had a question for you guys. Do you think our defensive playbook is too complicated? The reason I say that. I don't think it's complicated at all. The reason I say that is because if you listen to the coach, if you listen to Wink talk, he says his his duty when he took over from um who was it, Pease or whatever? Mm-hmm. His job was to take the playbook and simplify it. Make the simplest be as can be. So that way when they bringing guys in in trades, whatever, it's easy for them to pick up. I'm just trying to figure out how Yannick can go from six sacks before Halloween to two sacks throughout the rest of the season. And how Earl Thomas kind of looked lost and disinterested in the playbook. I can tell you, he's splitting time, first of all, with, with multiple with multiple players. Um, down the stretch, the Ravens had a, had a lot of... Uh, had a lot of different personnel groupings in there, and he was primarily used on third downs. And not to mention, we didn't have the, the front in there that we needed to have in there for other people to get pressure to force stuff to Yannick's way a lot, with the exception of the Jacksonville game. The Jacksonville game, he was just getting home, okay. like flat out. And then, and then you can't forget the fact that he coming with a stretch of QBs to get the ball out fast. Mm. Like, that's the mindset of any QB when they play in the Ravens, period. Let's get the ball out quick because you know they like to blitz a lot. Like, uh, like you said, the game is simple. A Pop Warner quarterback know that. Are they going to blitz? Oh, your hot read is there. Mm-hmm. Let's call some plays where we we hit them for four, like get the ball in the, the receiver hands quick enough to get them to stop blitzing. Now, I think that that plays a factor in it. Okay. But when you watch Yannick pass rush, he wins often. It's just the quarterback ain't, ain't, ain't you know ain't going down. Right. I mean, I'm, I watch him, and he he definitely wins his battles. But like I said, and the production thing, numbers right there. What did we do versus Jacksonville defensively? We played tight man to man coverage, right? Right. So it takes longer for wide receivers to get open. 
other teams, we play a lot of zone, which allows quarterbacks to get the ball out quicker. But when you play tight man-to-man coverage, it gives the defensive line a little more time to get home. I'm hoping we do that. I'd rather play man-to-man coverage against the Titans. I'd rather rather play against – I'd even rather play against the Chiefs. Like, I'd rather just lose that one-on-one battle than than play it wrong. Do you think that's good with with all your corners? With all my corners there. Against the Titans. But, yeah, if I have my whole stable of corners, I think it's a great idea. Only reason I say that, because I think Marcus Peters is, is, is pretty good with his hand fighting at times. But with the bigger receivers, that press man ain't working. Like, the press man on Corey Davis wasn't working. That's why he played off and was getting abused with route running by, by you know, trying to guess. Mm-hmm. A.J. Brown, we see him run through every little bit of tackle he tried to give him. Like, but on the opposite side, Jimmy and Marlon, that press coverage was, was solid. And then, oh, that's another thing we forgot about. That was Marlon's second game back from COVID. And he said he was still dealing with that. Yeah, his wound definitely was out. Like, he wasn't coming down hill like he normally did in the run game. He had the bug. A lot, a lot of them had that bug, so they, you know, they're not sick. It's going to be an interesting game. I'm just happy to see y'all believe the Ravens' offense and defensive coach is going to scheme up a victory. I don't think anybody said anything about a coach. Ain't I said offense and defensive coaches. I don't think anybody said anything about coaching. I think we disagree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I just think, I think we talented enough that if you put them in position and let them do what they do, what, they got the talent the to make it work. What the Ravens win? Is that, the, is that your final question on this? Because it, his, his, my, my honest answer is I'm going to say no, the Titans win. Okay. Because I don't think they got nobody that's going to come, come with it and hit. I just don't. Hit and wrap up. You got to hit You got to hit Derrick Henry, bro. You got to hit that. <laughs> they ain't got nobody that can do that? It's not even just not this week. It's not even that. It's they the defensive line has to win the line of scrimmage. When you see Derek Dirk- Henry was winning it, I mean Derek Henry. Derek was winning by himself the whole first half. Right, I agree with that. By his lonesome. Now he got them two with him. I hope you're right. Yeah, I think with those two with him and the better play but still inconsistent play of Matabuke and Justin with that line switching I don't have an issue with the, the front line is what will like how you said Chuck Clark and Elliot hold up in the back end and can we continue to put pressure on them and not take take the foot off the gas like you, you gotta you gotta continue you gotta play 60 minutes Ain't no tackling Henry for 45, for 50 minutes and thinking that's the ball game. No. You've got to bring it for 60 minutes. I like how y'all get breaking this down for a simple question. I like that. So, Al, with that being said, do the Ravens win? Yes. John, do the Ravens win Sunday? No. Anything to uh, add? <laughs> no. With that no? Yeah. I just don't believe uh 
defense will be able to get up the field or hold a lead. I just don't believe it. I, don't, I mean, I trust our offense because of how they've been playing, how the offensive line been blocking, no matter what's been called. I just believe if we have a lead, our defense as a whole, players and coaching cannot hold a lead. Hmm. Cool. So we have two guys who believe the Ravens coaches are going to call a game to win. You don't have two guys to believe that. You have one guy to you believe that. You said they're going to win. I said they're going to win. I didn't say nothing about coaching. No, I'm trying best to get that money. <laughs> no, I, I, no, no, I'm just trying to understand. Like, what's he doing right now? What are you doing right now? Trying to figure out ways to, to beat the Titans. Yes. They're they trying to figure out ways to beat the Titans. Yes, I agree with that. So, and you, by I believe way, that we have the talent to beat the Titans. Yes. All right, all right. So, all right. So. If it had to come down for my coaches to put that talent in the right spot, that's that that's might what, be a no. Al, that's what it, that's what it, that's what you're doing right now. I think our talent will just over will supersede our coaching. I do. I believe that. All right. <laughs> okay. So we just much more talented to me. All right. I agree. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. So the, the coach can call a play that will suck the the coverage one way and create a one-on-one matchup, but it's actually a dumb play, and just because the talent is better, it's going to work out. Can I say this? I think that the best matchup that the Ravens will have this week is if Jimmy Smith is playing, and Jimmy Smith is playing tight ends in nickel situations. And not just A.J. Brown. And not no, I think I think Jimmy Smith Jimmy Smith needs to be playing the tight end, and I will leave Anthony Averett in at, at the other outside corner position. Thank you for showing Anthony some love. People be hating on Shorty. He, he a dog. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Like, <laughs> huh? I said, why they hate on him? The fuck is they hate about? Him? <laughs> he said he can't cover. I was like, yeah. what? This nigga at least he anticipate routes and jump routes and, and at least try. Yeah. They be saying he can't cover. Okay. Oh, he must not ever watch a fucking Raven game, then. I like Everett more than... What's that nigga that be throwing that? Bond? Bonds? <laughs> yeah. Man. They just Rolling said Ravens 28, Titans 23. Why keep spelling Titan wrong? Is that on purpose? Titan? Titan? T-I-T-I-I-N-S? Is that the Titans? <laughs> that's right. When he, they get roasting session, don't even match. That's because he be on his phone. Ravens thirty-eight, titties twenty-three. All right. His autocorrect is going to titty. Right. That's the forehole. What's the score yet? Thirty-eight, twenty-three. Thirty-eight Ravens titties twenty-three. Yeah. So, what's the, what's the score for y'all? Let me, let me end it on that. 24-20. Titans. All right. 30-23 Ravens. All right. I hope y'all are right. 23-20 Titans. All right. I hope you're wrong. Right. I just believe it. our defense need to get off the field and win the game, and they just not had it. <laughs> Doing it. I'm going to stay consistent with what they show me. 
The funny thing is the Ravens gonna win this game, and then next week it's gonna be the exact same thing with y'all. I hope they right. <laughs> That's the funny thing. I mean, we can hope they right, and they just or say they gonna miss it and be wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they get a ring. I don't really care if I'm right or wrong. Just get a ring. I think I, I got it. Thirty. No. I like the 38. I'm going to go 38-3. Damn. Wait, who? I thought you wasn't calling it. I, I tried not to. 38-3? I'm going to be, be a little more respectful. Don't get them niggas the Bengals score. 38-14. 38-3? If it's 38-3, I'm telling you right now, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a do a public apology to Wink Martindale. At the at the end of the game, if it's thirty eight three, and and I'm a judge for calling out weight. What if, if it's what if it's what if they win by by fifteen? It's about time. Still on touch. <laughs> all right, all right, John. I'm gonna go with that. Right. You ain't gonna sit there and not ruin and ruin my Christmas, New Year's Eve, and all <laughs> types of shit, and think I'm just gonna be cool after one game. Right, right, right. <laughs> Out time. Uh, I said thirty-eight to three, but I, I was actually beat that the the, the, uh, the Bengals game. But uh, I'm gonna be have a little more respect and say thirty-eight fourteen. Glenn say forty-five to twenty-one Ravens. What has to happen this week for Harbaugh to get fired or be on the hot seat? <sighs> that ain't happening, bro. There is nothing that could happen this year. Possibly even next year, this year, next, next year, year, and possibly the year after that. He's safe. Nothing. Uh, uh-uh. it, he can I'll be on. I would. We missed the playoffs four straight years, mm-hmm. and was just cool with Marcha Harbaugh out there. Get a nigga extension the very next year. Like what the, f- you were cool with that. So making the playoffs three straight years, he ain't, you ain't cool with that. No, he's he's good this year, next year, and possibly the year after that. If they go out here and get blown out, John Harbaugh should be on the hot seat. You're saying that from a place, from a guy who wants him out anyway. Not true. Who, John Harbaugh out? If he won it, What you mean, if he win it? Like the, the majority of his career, he winning. Then you still want him out. Wait a minute. See, y'all, y'all definition of winning is different than mine. My definition of winning is Super Bowl. That's that's the only winning. You can't. Oh, I got to win a season. What the hell so, that so hold up, hold up, Tay one. So hold on, hold on. So so in your mind, it's only one coach that's that should have his job. No, nope. that's Bill Belichick. I'm about to say Bill Belichick winning. In your mind, all right, all right, cool. So there's only one coach that's winning. That's all. My, that's all I'm saying. All right. I understand that. Cool. Hopefully we, <laughs> hopefully we have this conversation next week. Hopefully we are. And <laughs> it's going to be, uh, I think. Let me think. Based on how we 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 predict teams to win, it should be Ravens versus. I think it'd be Ravens in Kansas City next week. No, Ra- Ra- if Ravens win, they don't get Kansas City. No, no, I think it's Ravens and Buffalo next yeah. 
name? We all pick Buffalo. Buff- we get the the lowest. No, y'all all pick Buffalo. I swear no, about no, it. No, y'all pick Pittsburgh. I picked the Browns. That's why I said the Ravens play Buffalo next week. Because if the Browns, yeah, but we Browns, were. We would have to play the lowest remaining. You the highest. Listen, we play the highest. We, we play, play the lowest. The we play the lowest. We we got the highest wild card spot. We play the lowest Al, division winner. Al, Al, is Buffalo going to win? Yes. Is Pittsburgh going to win? I think I said yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so that means if that happens that way, the Ravens would have to go to Kansas City. We're, no, we're, <laughs> the we would be the lowest wild card. Okay, we would be the lowest. All right, that's fine. Because right, both of the right. wild cards would lose. Right. That's why I say I think we're gonna have to. So we would be the lowest remaining seed. All right. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's where I'm at Tyree said, sports got to be more than just who wins the championship. No, it don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it don't. What the hell you play the game for? Whoa, that's some LeBron issue. I ain't never heard it right there. <laughs> oh, my God. You, get, right. you know who Tyree ride with. Tyree, you'll, 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 never hear, on, you'll never hear Taewon say Dirk the Goat. You'll never what? hear that. championships and somebody else won three championships and then you scatter the other four between four teams that ain't dominant 
that's about as good as the other team. But how is Shaq not dominant? Shaq won three. He can stay in with the Lakers, bro. In ten years, in a ten years period. I feel I was three in a row. And let's just say from the beginning of his career in 92. From the beginning of his career in 92 to 2002, he won three championships. How can you not say that's dominant? That's not dominant. I'm just never going to be that guy, bro. I'm never going to be that guy to be like, oh, well, we had a good run. No. <laughs> we lost. Right. Like, right. I, I, it just ain't in my makeup to say that. Like, Right. Everybody views the game different. Just look how everybody had that conversation with Randy Moss and uh, Jerry Rice. Right. You the game different. You win to play the game. You get the rings. Moss valued it different. Athletes, awards, shit like that. If Dirk and them had a loss in the finals to LeBron and them, they choked. And that's just that's just the bottom line. So so LeBron been to the finals ten was it nine straight years. Was it nine? Was it eight? I can't remember. I think, I think it was like nine straight years. Tyree, let me know. And he won. What? Yeah, you know he got the he got. The, I got the stats right here. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was. I think it was nine straight years. That's crazy. I think it was like nine straight. And okay, and he, and he lost five out of four of those, right? Right. What can you that's say? Not, that's not dominant. To me, it's not dominant. Did, did, uh, did a certain individual win four or more? No. No, no, not, not individual, no. Okay. Well, I mean, if, if he has the most in that ten, in that nine-year span, I mean, I guess you can consider it dominant. If you open it up to ten, does somebody win more? Like, I mean, no. Right, right, right. So, uh, that, to me, it's just Dirk, lost, Dirk won the championship, so... LeBron lost. Like, it ain't, oh, well, LeBron got to the finals again. No, you lost. Right, right, right. He right. Lost. That's what it is. He lost. Right. And then KD was crying the next year. No, but, all right, let's end it, let's end it on this. John Harbaugh and the Ravens could win a title this year. And by September, even October, Y'all would say fire that bet. Yes. You a little too late. You a little too late. Y'all Harbaugh could win the championship this year, and I'm wanting him fired before he gets out of Tampa Bay. Like, there's no changing that for me. (laughs) There's no changing that for me. Yes. I I would disagree. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There's no changing that for me. For a fact, Al want him gone. Yeah. Yeah. Ever since since he told Al to cheer for somebody else. Else is that personal? <laughs> hey man, I live here. He just visited. Don't eat the homeless on his whole complete salary. And I'm like, man, it's time for that need to go. But it's time for him to go. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, it is for me. Fourteen to two, coach of the year, and then follow that with a Super Bowl. You gotta go. Like, it's still like <laughs> you gotta go for me. There's nothing he can do to save his job for me. Yo. Hey, Taewon, I got, y'all got, y'all got to talk to Roland. He said he won something. I got to go, though. He what? He won, who won the SLT Fantasy Football League? Oh, my gosh. What happened to to my belt from last year? That's what the fuck I want to know. Who had that? Did you have a belt to begin with? Or you want to hold another belt? Man, I thought you won back to back. 
No, I ain't went back to back. I Bro. won here, lost, won the next. Did you get paid? Nah. How you didn't get paid? Because a lot of people didn't pay, right? A lot of people ain't pay in. Nah, I thought everybody nah. paid. You should have got something. Hold on. Right. We'll just check in today. Last year. Oh, All right. Let me see. Yeah, let me look at PayPal. Oh, I don't know who had. <laughs> what? We did pay out. Roland got paid immediately. Because Harvey won one year. He didn't want a belt. He wanted more money. Right. right. And he got when that. Chick won a belt. I mean, she won a year. Because we was, do, we was doing two at one point. We was doing two at a time. Right. We only did two the first year, though, right? Huh? Well, I thought we only did two the first year. I thought so too. Cause there wasn't enough people for for T any other year. Right. The first year was two. The second year was regular. Who had? Cause I sat out two years in a row. I feel like. To answer Roland's question, I'm I I don't recall anything from the pandemic league. That's the past. I don't dwell on the past. I move <laughs> forward, and I don't care what he bought or anything like that. <laughs> mm. Let's just say, say that everybody ain't lucky. Too many people fifty dollars. Hope he ain't got. Me. Hope he ain't got too many bets going on. I ain't, I, I don't have a bet going on right now. So let's lucky. Just, 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 let's, just say that we all lucky we ain't played Brave Boy. That nigga had one hundred and twenty two before Saturday ended. Jeez. Damn. <laughs> he had Kamara, didn't he? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did it count? He got his money back for his uh for the league. <laughs> but the question is, is he the champion? Because that's all that matters, Tyree. Mm-hmm. Tyree said, Taiwan, you shouldn't even watch. Don't watch every week, just watch the Super Bowl. So that's all that matters. Well, we gotta see who gets to the Super Bowl, Tyree. <laughs> how's that not how does that not matter to you? How does going how does going Ten and ten and ten and six is that a good thing for you? Like, like you? Well, we did go ten and six, guys. We can't. We, you, I mean, come on, mm-hmm. play to win a game. The Super Bowl, Jesus. I think you're both of right, depending on how you how you view the game. I know people that view it Tyree way, and I tend to lean more towards Tay's way. If you right. just in there and you in the playoffs and you ain't win the whole thing, you just waste the draft picks to me. Brown, Browns fans have got reason to celebrate. Yeah, if they go one and done, that's why they're gonna lose. Some of them, <laughs> some of them got reason to celebrate. They celebrate the playoff birth. Get out of here! Hey, we made it. I feel like we traded back without even getting picks. If you get this far in the playoffs and don't win. Mm-mm-mm. All right, fellas, y'all enjoy it. Enjoy the games this weekend. All right. Um, we gotta find a way to. Maybe we should go live for like one of the Saturday games or something. Nah, nah. We're live on the Sunday game. On the Sunday games. If y'all if y'all down for it, the Sunday game. I'm not. I mean, I'm not, well, I ain't gonna be around to go down. For, I'm gonna be skinny. You know, <laughs> I ain't gonna be you unless y'all know that now. Sunday at one o'clock. Nah. Cause. Yeah, Sunday at one o'clock. Definitely, you know. I'm good on that one. Parental discretion is advised. Not only that, I'm gonna be around my nieces and my nah, nah, cuz. <laughs> All right, Elm, take us out. Be blessed, be productive, be more. We love you. We out. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. 
Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque.